Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, y'all. Seven Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by the Armchair All-Americans as a part of the Armchair Media Network. Ryan Finley is exactly who we thought he was. It is I, Rob Paul, the Armchair Scout, a.k.a. the top matching scout in Southern Ontario. And with me, as always, is AJ, the moment was too big, Marchese. That was such a stupid thing to say. <laughs> yeah, what else is new from that booth duo? Oh, Today, terrible. we're going to break down all the big and bad rookie performances from Week 10 in the NFL. Then we'll preview and pick the Week 11 matchups. Let's hit it. Seven rounds in heaven with my baby going out. To Vegas, maybe, looking for a young or a 2-0. Don't draft a running back on the first day. Don't draft a running back on the second day. Maybe draft one on the third. Or don't. Let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go seven rounds forever. And that's a song. Remember the days when you were always ready to go? Let's talk about sex. Good sex, baby. Uh, With Blue Chew, you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. All you got to do is listen up. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color and to chew like to eat. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you know they work, baby. Uh, You can take them anytime, day or night, on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. If you're taking Blue Chew, they're going to rise all the time, baby. Um, (laughs) uh, If you could benefit from extra function and more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Uh, most guys talk a good game, but Blue Chew helps you follow through. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package, so no in-person doctor's visit, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. Rob, let's make it awkward. What's your favorite euphemism for a boner? Stiffy. <laughs> That's a good one. We should bring Stiffy back. I always liked uh, Harder Than a Diamond in an Ice Storm. That's very uh, wordy. <laughs> they're made, yeah, but that's what Bluetooth gives you. Uh, they're made in the USA, and since Bluetooth prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we got a special deal for our listeners. Visit bluetooth.com and get your first shipment absolutely free when you use uh, our promo code. When you use our promo code Armchair, just pay five dollars in shipping. That's nothing. Again, that's bluetooth.com. B L U chew.com. Promo code Armchair to try it for free. Bluetooth is the better, cheaper, faster choice. And we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. Okay, we're recording a little earlier than normal 
Wednesday. So, currently no additional Senior Bowl acceptees to talk about. Which means we'll be talking about $8 million next week. Yeah, Rob put a concert ahead of uh, Senior Bowl acceptances, which uh, makes me question his motives. Yeah, I'm going to a concert so we can't record at 9 p.m. It really... <laughs> Because I hate the Senior Bowl. But you do. I have uh, something else. Oh, fuck. Shrine Bowl? <laughs> yeah. Here's seven dudes who've accepted their Shrine Bowl games. You've heard of three. For our punters. Um, no. We were talking uh, yesterday on this podcast about how we are ready for guys to start declaring or announcing they're going back. Mm-hmm. Well, two did just that. No. Do you know who? Actually, I don't. I swear to God. Okay, good. I didn't want you to know. I wanted. I wanted to like um, shock you. The live AJ reaction. The two guys announcing they will be returning to school for their senior seasons. Okay. Actually, I don't know. One might be a redshirt sophomore. Now I'm just feeding you false info. <laughs> I'm nervous, Rob. That's all I got to tell you. Just sorry. One sec. No. Oh okay. God. Yeah. Senior seasons confirmed. <laughs> Richard sophomore, that was a big one. I can guess who? Uh, they go to the same school. Wow. Can, can you guess them off that? <laughs> um, no, I can't. Rob, fuck. Uh, both go to Notre Dame. All right. Both play on the offensive side of the football. Okay. Are you gonna guess? This is everything to <laughs> okay. me. Yeah. Um, Chase Claypool. No, he's a senior. You're an idiot. <laughs> It's hard to guess off the top. Uh, Liam Eichenberg. Yes. Okay. Uh, uh, is Cole Komet? Yes! Bam, bam, bam! Congrats, AJ. You've won lifelong season tickets to standing in a tower at Notre Dame's practice field. <laughs> I mean, when the weather is good, it's not bad. Don't Google that story. Um... Yeah, Please do. Cole Komet and Liam Eikenberg are both returning to Notre Dame for their senior years, uh, which is which is significant because both are top ten at their positions. Komet mm-hmm. a tight end, Eikenberg an offensive tackle, um, and I I think entering the year, some thought Eikenberg could potentially be a first round pick. Yeah, hasn't. I mean, obviously, again, we haven't grinded all the twenty nineteen tape yet, but. Um, he had been struggling throughout the season with penalties and consistency and pass protection. I'm yeah, not I, super surprised he returned to school. No, me neither. I think it makes a lot of sense. And like you just said, he's he hasn't had a terrific season. So, mm-hmm. um, for Komet though, um, a little, I said a, yeah, go ahead. Well, just a little more surprising. I'd say. Not like I'm not shocked by any means about no. him returning to school, but uh, a guy who I think was completely top five tight end in this class, potentially. Uh, as high as three. I have a hard time at this point saying anyone will surpass Hopkins or Bryant. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I think for me, he, he, him and Pinkney were like kind of the next two. Um, I think it's smart, though, that he's returning to school because he kind of popped out of nowhere a little bit. Yeah. And he started the season injured, and now he gets his senior year to like really put it all together and potentially be tight end one next year. Yeah, win the, win the national championship next year. Yeah, and be the next Kyle Rudolph. Mm-hmm. Ted and you is a good debate for lots of schools. It but. is. I, I I don't want to put you on the spot, but who's tight end you in your mind? I I think Notre Dame, but that's for volume more than high end production. I agree. 
The question like, does become: Is it more about volume or high end production, though? That is the question because like Miami's obviously up there. Yeah, like my, Miami, especially Brevin Jordan next year too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously Stanford's totally in the conversation. Yeah. Um, Penn State, kind of. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, uh, Alabama's starting to. Yeah, but I, I, I mean, it's big time prospects and not doing too much yet. In the NFL. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately. Uh, yeah, I think I go to Notre Dame. Notre Dame or, if you want, biggest bang for your buck, it's Miami. I think a lot of people would say Miami. It's just kind of been not as much as of late. I mean, Chris Herndon's looked good in his early NFL career. It, but, in, and then yeah, Jordan's sh- coming up next. But, yeah, like, I mean. Shocking. Um, the man who shouldn't be named. and Greg Olson. Greg Olson's a great one. And... Jimmy Graham. Oh yeah, didn't he play basketball? Yeah. Uh, you know what? Let's let's take a break and check that for a sec. Who's basketball we'll tight end? You. Uh, Miami. I don't know. Probably. I don't know. I don't know. Let's move on. Thank you. I was going to be <laughs> stuck there for a while. Uh, okay, NFL Week Ten rookie superlatives. Let's start at the top with a rookie QB rundown, and let's start with the guy who made his. NFL starting debut for the Cincinnati Bengals against the Baltimore Ravens. Ryan Finley. Yeah. Barely younger than Jared Goff. Yeah, I think it's like a month and a half. And uh, not good, as it turns out, as most people believed. Um, Yeah, I mean, he came in and he looked like what I think we expected him to look like not a backup yes a backup not very competent not adding anything athletically um lacking overall arm talent um yeah did he did he make any attempts like more than 15 yards downfield i don't think so i mean it doesn't help that the Bengals are the worst team in the nfl too but like uh, neither of us believed he was anything more than an nfl backup you know what's a great um a great thing to look at. What's that, Rob? Is really early QB rankings, where like the probably two years in a row, Ryan Finley was like on early top five quarterback rankings in classes. Yeah, it's true. It's uh, it's a, it's a fun, uh, it's a fun trip back. Hey, even if you go to 2017, you look at like light QB rankings. Deshaun Kaiser was up there, so still is for some. It still is. Don't um, give up. Um, uh, the pick six was. Bad. Yeah, I tweeted that one out. If you want to, <laughs> everything's a plug. Check out Rob Paul NFL on Twitter. <laughs> you can only see it on Rob. It's exclusive Pick Six content. Yeah, Marcus Peters like didn't even bait him. Just was clearly <laughs> covering the receiver perfectly, and he threw it anyway. And then yeah, I mean Marcus Peters gets the ball in his hands like half the time. It's a Pick Six. Can I do a quick spoiler alert? What? Because I had he's to, not I had good. To, I had to do it to him. No, he. I put him as my worst rookie because he was fucking bad. Yeah, he's also my worst rookie. Okay, okay. And, and, and they put themselves in such a bad position where I, I get you want to see what Ryan Finley is. I have no problem with him starting Finley. No, no, totally not. But going back to you Dalton. You can't now. go back to Dalton now. So now you have to just ride this thing out. Yeah, yeah. It, kind of, it sucks, but I don't, I, I'm okay. Was it too early? Nah, fuck it. No, like, uh, I, I totally, I'm not criticizing them for going to Finley. You had to see what he was. You knew Dalton, Dalton's out after this season. Yeah. Um, 
and Dalton gave you everything he could for this franchise, but Finley, like, you can't go back to Dalton. I just, I personally don't think you can. Oh, hold on, listen to this pitch. There's one way uh, out of this without going back to Dalton. Okay. Go to Dogala, baby. Now we're heating up. This <laughs> Might as well see what you got. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Let him start at least one game. Let him start Fuck that it, game against the Dolphins. Yo, why not? I mean... And the Dolphins will sign Cap and start him. He's 6'7", 242, out of Central Connecticut. He's got a huge arm. Might as well, honestly. I mean, I'm joking, but see what you got. He's got a way bigger arm than Ryan Finley. He's got double of Ryan Finley's throw power. Bold prediction, Jake Dogala uh, comes in, looks good enough for them not to draft a quarterback. They take Chase Young and win a couple championships. Win a couple championships, yeah. Yeah, I, I think Ryan, Ryan Finley... Was as bad as I like. He, I, there was too many people that thought he could go in and be good. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> no I don't know. I, th- I think that's like kind of Mel Kiper's fault, maybe. There's. Uh, it's always annoying these guys that like are seniors or whatever, and they're like, oh, you know, he's he's pretty efficient, and then they, they get elevated and they're in someone's top nine quarterback. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like around eight, nine, and. I've got a question for you. Who's it going to be this year? Uh, it was Nate Stanley to start the year, but not anymore. But um, it, it might just still be Nate Stanley. Though. Nate Stanley. <laughs> okay, let's let's say Nate Stanley. Like I think it's still Nate Stanley because nobody else really fits that bill. Yes, I mean, but at this point last year, people still liked Ryan Finley. You you sorry? You think Mel Kuyper doesn't still like Nate Stanley? He he does. Oh fuck! And especially no if Nate does. Stanley ends up at the Senior Bowl too, like yeah, it's gonna be Nate Stanley. It's gonna be Nate Stanley. Who do you who do you like better, Nate Stanley or Ryan Finley? Ryan Finley. Is it close? Uh, yes. I I think Ryan Finley, um, is going to be not a, like a big capable. Like I just think he's going to sit around in the league for a while as a backup quarterback. Where Nate Stanley, yeah, he's got more tools. Yeah, he does. But he's less accurate. Uh, not as. Now this is going to sound insane. Not as good a decision maker as Ryan Finley, who threw the one of the worst pick six you'll ever see. But, yeah. I don't know. Probably just don't draft these types of quarterbacks. Like, give me Bryce Perkins over that all day. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Yeah, I mean, whatever. It's it's, it's Ryan Finley, man. All right. I don't want to talk about him anymore. Can that be the episode's name? It's Ryan Finley, man. I don't want to talk about him anymore. <laughs> but I mean, and they they drafted him pretty high too. Yeah, him him and Will Greer went weird high. The Greer was even. I mean, there were only what four picks separating them, but Greer went weirdly like even higher. Yeah. The the two picks after Ryan Finley. Can I say it quick? Yeah. Uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, our boy, and Max Crosby, our boys. Yeah, and Cha- Chauncey Gardner-Johnson has looked like a, in the games he's played significant time for the Saints, has looked like a, a very impressive rookie nickel. And then Max Crosby, more on him in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, next QB here, uh, Daniel Jones for the Giants. Um, threw for four touchdowns, 308 yards against the Jets in a losing effort. Also got bullied by Jamal Adams into just giving him the ball for a fumble return touchdown. And although he only lost that fumble, he fumbled three times. Yeah, I'll give Daniel Jones more credit for that one. He's figured out new ways to fumble, and he's getting creative. He's having fun with it, and he loves it. He loves what he does, Rob. 
Daniel Jones is, I, I think we said this last week, he is what we thought he was. Which is the same applies to Ryan Finley, and I said that at the top. Um, We're so smart. Trust us on quarterbacks, clearly. <laughs> yeah, all the time. As Josh Rosen sits on the bench in Miami. Shut up. Shut up. Um, yeah, da- Daniel Jones. High floor, low ceiling. I, I tweeted out my thoughts. Again, each quarterback gets a plug to my Twitter. Um, but he, I think, best case, he is Alex Smith. Worst case, he's Ryan Tannehill. And it's... Ryan Tannehill, although didn't live up to where the Dolphins took him. Like, he was never a horrible quarterback. Like, he was fine, and we're seeing that again with Tennessee. He's fine. <laughs> yeah, yes. Like, he's one of the, like, it, you're wrong if you don't think Ryan Tannehill's one of the 32 best quarterbacks in the NFL. Right now, I agree. There's just not that, like, after the top 20 or so, it's such a drop-off. It is. Okay, you know what's going to be interesting with Daniel Jones is if Shermer gets fired and it looks like he's going to be. Because... Although, like, in terms of his head coaching, I think Shermer's not been good. But his work with Daniel Jones has been... I think that's the one thing keeping him around right now, is he's done uh, a good I, job with Daniel Jones. Agree. And I thought when they selected Daniel Jones, the, the main takeaway we had was, okay, that's early for him, but we like the fit with Pat Shermer. Yeah, like, um, Shermer's quick passing game. I mean, just go look at what he did, did with Case Keenum in Minnesota. Obviously, that's what got him the Giants' head coaching job. Uh, and they've gone, like, they, they love the RPO game, which is one of Daniel Jones' strengths. Play action, passing game, quick strikes, um, like, getting the ball out quick. Daniel Jones is, is using his athleticism. I, I I think it's been a little inconsistent. Yeah. But when they do use it, it works. Um, now, the, the question is... Um... Like, what if we have a Mitch Trubisky situation where the new head coach comes in and it doesn't work with Daniel Jones? Or what well, if that's we have... not the Mitch Trubisky situation? Well, I'm just uh, that's that's the worst case situation. Where like Matt Nagy came in and tricked people into thinking Trubisky was good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the, clearly, he was never a fit the, for Nagy's offense. The most important thing, not if but when they fire Pat Shermer, is hiring the guy that it believes in Daniel Jones. And we talked about that with Washington and Dwayne Haskins. Obviously, Dwayne Haskins was named the starter. Washington was on their bye week this past week, so we'll have lots to say about him next in next week's episode. But um, that Washington's main objective needs to be hiring that head coach to pair with that quarterback. It's it's kind of I feel like we we've gotten it so much in the last two years, but like it, it never happened. Maybe I just don't know my fucking off the top of my head. But it, it's it's pretty impressive how many rookie quarterbacks have ended up with their coaches fired after one year in the last couple of years. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I feel this like ha- it used to be that getting that rookie quarterback would... Get you a couple more years as head coach. Yes. It, I think unless you are hired with, like, like Cliff and Kyler, for example. Yeah. Um, it, it's, it's definitely interesting. Like, even Jameis with Lovey Smith. Lovey Smith was out after, Yeah. like one year with Jameis, I think, in his second year in Tampa, and they then just made Dirk Cutter from OC to head coach. And, like, we've seen it go both ways, because, like, Jared Goff, I don't know what it is now, but it it went from Jeff Fisher to to Sean McVay, and it looked great, right? Yes. We see Darnold go from Todd Foles to Adam Gase and go the opposite way. We've seen it a lot recently, and it's pretty interesting. Maybe maybe the key is find your head coach before you find your quarterback. I, I... 
I think there's or there, find them together. There's just yeah. there's no key. It's just don't hire the wrong guy and don't draft the wrong guy. It's all a sh- like kind of a shit show in the end. Yeah. But once you I do know. have one or the other, you need to pair it. It's hard. But uh, it, at the it, same time, you also have to pair it with the GM. Uh, I'm interested to see if the Giants would move on from Dave Gettleman. I think getting that rookie quarterback, uh, like you just said, how it's kind of changed where it doesn't buy the head coach time, it does still buy the GM time. GM time, yeah. I think, I think I'm think i more in favor of, like, when you clean house, do it all, do it all together. Uh, I mean, I've been that way for a long time. I don't like keeping GMs around I head coaches. I agree. It, I mean, I, it, there's, I mean, it, uh, there, I mean, there's times where it's case it's to case basis. Yeah, absolutely. Like, it's case to case less, basis. But. Les Snead looked like one of the worst GMs in the NFL early he, in his career did. with the Rams, and they stuck around yeah. with him. Obviously, eventually landing with McVay, and it looked good. And Jared, fixing Jared got. I mean, now it's, <laughs> again, you said we don't really even know at this point. But. Well, he he patched Jared Goff, and we'll see what happens. Yeah. Now. I, I think the answer is there's no formula to it. No, exactly. The NFL's a crapshoot. Totally. But I think if I'm going to bet, I, I want to I want to get my coach and then my quarterback. But it's so hard to say that, right? Yes. And my GM. But yeah, who knows? Anyways, let's move on. I will, uh, props to Daniel Jones. It wasn't like the worst game. The Jets secondary really sucked, so that helped. And uh, I the numbers look better than I think his tape did. Be- Agreed. Because like Darius Slayton took one like. Multiple times, he was just getting the ball to his playmakers in space, and they were doing the damage. Yeah, Golden Tate had a couple of big plays. Um, yes. Golden Tate's been quietly, uh, like, good for the Giants. Golden Tate has been quietly good his whole career. You know I fucking love Golden Tate, and I will defend him forever. He got so much love in Detroit. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe not as much as he deserved, but the love was exactly. coming. Exactly. <laughs> um, but he did. He did. He did. But Seattle Golden Tate was fucking You're just biased. You, you love Notre Dame. I love the Golden Dilmers, what can I say? Uh, but yeah, with Daniel Jones, you need to surround him with talent and um, play play calling that uh, benefits him. And Shermer, again, has done a pretty good job with that. And they do have weapons when they're healthy. Uh, the fumbles, I think, it's important they build that offensive lineup. Because um, he, he <laughs> lacks pocket awareness. There's just no getting around that. Mm-hmm. And I think, yeah, you he's going to be a starting quarterback. And he's, I don't think he's ever going to be great. I don't think he's ever going to be, like, even truly considered a bust. Like, he, which is aligns with how I felt about him going into the draft. The next head coach is going to be huge. Yeah, totally, we, totally, totally. Yeah. Um, is he going to win Pepsi Rookie of the Week, Rob? No. Because <laughs> this next quarterback might even though he lost. Uh, Kyler Murray, in a losing after the box, threw for 324, three scores, bad pick at the end. But, yeah, but the wide receiver fell. Like, yeah, but it was still a really bad pick. I'm not defending yeah. him. But. but this was just another game where you come away and you're like, Kyler Murray is the guy. The Cardinals made the right move. He looks awesome. Cliff Kingsbury is really starting to get it together with his offense. Uh, even like though they don't have a gr- good offensive line, even and no. they have inconsistent weapons. Christian Kirk definitely looking like the guy at receiver yeah, right now. Game of his career. They yeah. cooked the Murray and Kirk cooked the Buccaneers secondary. Um, Kyler Murray was throwing deep dimes. Uh, get, gets the ball out quick uh, when he needs to. I love watching Kyler Murray play football. He's he's so much fun to watch. He's so much fun, and like I think he's he's up there with the elite quarterbacks and funnest to watch. Yes, I mean if you're at a power rank. The funnest quarterbacks to watch. 
Lamar Jackson, Lamar, Russell Wilson is my one and two. And, and I think it's hard not to say Mahomes is in that. Yeah. Like, though, I think those are probably the three funnest. Put them in whatever order you feel, but those are the three funnest quarterbacks. Agree. And then you're looking at like I I find Aaron Rodgers extremely fun. Absolutely. Because you and take I, the good with the bad with him as well. And after like Kyler Murray's right there. It kind of drops off a little bit. It does. It does. But he's Matt Stafford he's like, when he's in a good offense. Matt Stafford when he's gunning through injuries. Yeah, I love that Stafford. Um, I think I I think Josh Allen's so fun because it just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, he is, but he's terrible. Yeah, bad but fun. The, he made some nice throws this week, but no, it's so inconsistent. Josh Allen, he missed about like three touchdown balls deep. Oh, 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 I'm not saying he was good. I'm just saying he made a couple. That's how he does. There's a couple nice balls and then some terrible throws. Um, yeah, but funny. the point being, Kyler Murray is. My comp for him was Russell Wilson. Uh, I, I, I mean, he's been everything the Cardinals could have hoped for. Like, I, I know it's been a little inconsistent statistically game to game, but you come away from each Cardinals game thinking like they got their guy. Yeah, for, and I mean, like there's there's promises with the receivers. Um, David Johnson's been such a letdown this year, but yeah, I'm just talking about the, the team as a whole. Drake's been okay for what you got him, and then there's been a lot of promise in that secondary with the young guys. So you're starting to feel pretty good about what they're doing. Yeah, right? no, totally, and, I, and it's always going to just come back to Cliff and Kyler, and it's working. And we were in on the Cliff Kingsbury hire because we're geniuses. Yeah. I know lots of people weren't. Um, he, he's got his flaws. That's that's for oh, sure. Oh, definitely, but. he's still learning how to be like. As a play caller, though, a play caller and offensive schemer, it, yeah. it's working. As an overall head coach, he's still like, you'll, mm-hmm. he'll make bad decisions uh, regarding timeouts, challenge, like all that. Yeah, uh, still clearly trying to kicking figure field that goals. out. Um, yes, kicking field goals. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I think, again, promising. Kyler Murray is second I think in the offensive rookie of the year power rankings right now behind only Josh Jacobs I agree uh, I think you can make the argument that Kyler should win it too just because of position importance value yeah, um, I, yeah. it really sucks that they lost this game he had them driving like you said uh, the receiver fell but still a bad pick it was such a but that was a fun throw too it was such a weird throw yeah it was um, weird game lots of rookies involved on both sides of the ball like um, I don't know if you have Dean. Yeah, I, I, kind of I, I got Jamel Dean. Okay, okay. For okay. something. Okay. Uh, cool. I got I got multiple Bucks rookie secondary players for things. Respect. Um. All right. Next week, we'll have the these uh, the gang of uh, actually no Giants are on by next week. No Daniel Jones. So sub Dwayne Haskins in for Daniel Jones. Next Haskins week. back though. Yeah. Um. Any other rookie quarterbacks you want to see play this year? Like, because yeah, yeah, Jake, Jake Doak. <laughs> well, you were the one begging for Ryan Finley all year. Uh, Drew Locke. Drew Locke, definitely. And he, he's, he's practicing. They're saying he's, exactly. Yeah, my fantasy and I think, team needs it. <laughs> yeah, that's why I want to see it. Off, right? Yes, folks. My fantasy team is so bad that I need Drew Locke to start. Rob's trying to tank, even though he made the playoffs last year. It doesn't make sense. Um, so many draft picks. Um, yeah, uh, Drew Locke is for sure I want to see next. Yes, and I think they need to. Like, even if Brandon Allen you, continues you to have be to fine, see him. like, they need to get a look at Drew Locke because they're going to be picking top 10. Um, and they they might need to take a quarterback there. 
you can't. I, I get the the people who argue like, well, if they can get Derek Brown or um, Tristan, like one of these elite blue chip guys, like they should take him. They took Drew Locke in the second round. Yes, I get that thought process, but at the same time, you don't know when you're going to be picking this early next, and if you're in love with one of these quarterbacks, you have to go for it. I agree. I mean, and John Elway's going to be in love with Justin Herbert because. Checks all his boxes. How long is Elway's leash? Like for real? For I think it's forever because he's John Elway. It has to be right, but like Which is if he swings and he's John Elway, yeah. not that good. If he thing. misses on another high end quarterback, it you gotta start. I mean, I would have already start, but you gotta start looking at firing him. But anyways, uh, not the conversation today. All right, on to rookie of the week. Who? Uh, who? I think it was kind of a tough week to. Like, there was no clear Rookie of the Week this week. Agreed. Um, whereas last week, I think it was, like, pretty clear that we both felt pretty strongly about DK Metcalf. Mm-hmm. I think most weeks this season, there's been a, uh, a guy who you can feel pretty strongly about. This week was a little cloudier. Um, who do you have? When it's cloudy, uh, there's only one way to go, and it's to go with the Slay Zone, baby. Oh, you went with Slay Zone? Okay, I thought about him. I went with Kyler because take that interception out. Yeah, he had a great game. And he was fantastic and I think um, showed absolutely everything you look for in that uh, in that number one pick at quarterback. He made some yeah, awesome throws down like all over did. the field too. He did. Um, yeah, but Darius Slayton showed everything you want to see in a number one wide receiver. I got Darius Slayton for uh, something a little later, but 10, 10 for 121, two scores. Hell of a game. And I mean, Helped Daniel Jones look better. Yeah. He could be included for like fifteen categories this week, baby. Um, he had the on the what was it fourth and two, yeah. Cooked his uh, I can't remember which Jets corner it was. Cooked him on a slant and then housed it. It doesn't matter who it was. <laughs> it was maybe Tremaine Johnson, but even if not, it was. I hope it was Tremaine Johnson. That sounds. I, yeah, I don't know if he's even on the field anymore. What a <laughs> bad signing. But we all told them when it happened. We also told them when they had him and Janoris Jenkins, both free agents, whatever many, the Rams, whatever many years ago that was, that Janoris Jenkins was the play, and they signed Tremaine Johnson. And Janoris Jenkins, although obviously he's not like an amazing player, he's been early on with the Giants. He was a legit pro boy. Jenkins has been okay this year, too. Yeah. He's been okay. Like for an older corner, like, never mind. Um, He still makes picks. He's, like he's got what, like four or five. Yeah, That's not bad. It's good. It's not bad. It's good. Yeah. And, and sure. as someone who votes on the Pro Bowl a, a lot, I mean, did you give him the vote? No. But I know people are. They just the way the stats line up, and you like go on Pro Bowl voting. You just know people like click most interceptions and then vote on that. Yeah, because it's smart. That's who deserves to be in the Pro Bowl. Interceptions are an overrated way to judge a defensive back. It's 100% true. Gilmer's going to miss the Pro Bowl this year because everyone's just betting. Like, Only uh, got three. He's the best defensive player in the league, but... <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, where did Slayton come from? I mean, I know where he came from, but this is such an impressive... Oh, really? Fuck. I thought he went to Tennessee. Because knows how to develop receivers. He does. Uh, Sammy what a, what a... <laughs> Thank you. Um, Duke Yeah, Williams. what an impressive... Okay, okay. Go, one more. Do you have got one more? Seth Williams next year. Fair enough. Slayton was always that guy that had his flashes at Auburn, but like you're like, yeah, who's going to bet on this? The Giants did, and it's worked. Yeah, so. I thought he was more of a one-trick pony, just deep. <laughs> Me well, too. I think part of it was that offense last year was ugly at Auburn. Jared Stidham 
was very inconsistent. Um, was still drafted ahead of Slayzone somehow. That's <laughs> true. I mean, like, I, like I, had the, I had the moments where I'm like, okay, I kind of like Slayton because of the, the deep ball ability, but then he had so many of those drops. So I'm like... Yeah. That's something I think he's been so much better at is just catching the football as a New York yeah. Giant. It's a big thing for wide receivers, something I say. Yeah. Um, who's the worst? Like, we, we both... Okay, we both have Ryan Finley as our worst rookie. There's no yeah. doubt about it. <laughs> That's a new thing I do. <laughs> say your new catchphrase. Yeah. Uh, Hit it one more time. Hit it one more time. Ryan Finley's the worst rookie this year. No doubt. Or this week, I mean, <laughs> no doubt about it. I like it. I like it. It's kind of like a Larry the Cable Guy vibe. Oh, yeah, I'm out on it. I feel like Larry the Cable Guy. It's a character. Has some bad, bad uh, beliefs. Um, You're a big Jeff Dunham guy. I know. I don't. Who's gonna be I hate, this week? No, I hate puppets. I hate puppets too. Too many people like Jeff Dunham. Anyways, it's not a tangent to go on. Save it for the comedy pod. Um, <laughs> do you have any other guys you, you would throw under worst rookie this week? You know, I just kept failing, but I want to hear who you're gonna shit on. You just love because I always have so many. My lists are uh, under the negative superlatives, just full. Under the positives, there's like three. It's, guys. it's just the same guys over and over. Yeah. Uh, Tra- Trey Pipkins was pretty horrible when he came in oh, for yeah. Russell Okung in the, uh, at left tackle for the Chargers against the Raiders on Thursday night. Pipkins um, was Pipkins was so. Bad. I still can't believe he was a third round pick. Uh, I'm blanking on the right tackle's name. What's his name? Scott. Yeah, he he was he might have been worse, but he was worse. He like no doubt about it. He was worse. So give some give Pipkins some credit. Better than a guy who's been in the NFL. It started. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Pipkins just total raw project. Tons of size and athleticism, but I still can't believe it was a third round pick. That's too rich for me to believe in a complete project. Although I say that and. When I was watching the Chiefs-Titans game uh, this week, Tano Passignon has really come alive for the Chiefs this year. And I, I couldn't believe he was a second-round pick. So, But they... There was more with him than Pipkins, I'll say that. but There was, and also they had no plan for him when they drafted him. That's true. Or they did, and it was a stupid plan. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but yeah, Pipkins is a prime candidate for not ready to play this week. Yeah. Um, so we'll get that one out of the way. Um, Who else you got? Oh, I got DeAndre Baker. I thought he looked bad against the Jets. That's who that, I think. That's who. Uh, that's who uh, gave up the the big Jamison Crowder touchdown. Yeah, Crowder's been good the last couple weeks. I think it's just a good slot. We always thought that though. When Darnold was on, when Darnold's played, Crowder's been really good for him. Yeah, he he's the type of like Deontay Burnett, for example, at USC was Darnold's go-to guy in the slot. Crowder's yeah. like a gooder, gooder version of that, a better version better. of that, like that, yeah. like a much better version of that. It, with the new coach next year, hopefully there's someone good. And I think Crowder and Darnold could keep flourishing. Yes. Anyways. Um, that's all I have for worst rookie. You're soft this week. I respect yeah, it. Next week, I'll have 10. How about that? Uh, who you got for primetime star? Uh, pretty solid week for guys. Um, I'm going to go to a guy I didn't give. I, I forget where Breaking I have. Breaking news. To step up. Chase Young okay. will officially return against Penn State. Oh, good. No, bad. We wanted him against Rutgers for 10 sacks. Yeah, but at least he's coming back. I guess. Sorry. Okay, fine. He can have the Rutgers game, but he misses the Michigan game. Deal. Will he take it? Yeah, he's going to get more sacks than Rutgers. <laughs> Are you sure? I don't know. <laughs> um, anyways, <laughs> Friday Night Star, my number one choice. I'm going to do it. I'm going to pick Debo Samuel. 
I know he had that one really, really, really rough drop, but I thought his all-around performance. This is the best uh, game of the year. Exactly. Eight catches, 112 yards, the yak ability, breaking tackles, looking like a running back with the ball in his yeah, hands. You can see them on Twitter, on my Twitter. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, the drop was so bad, but... Um, the the mostly... receiver core for the Niners that uh, against Seattle were dropping all kinds of things, so his one drop, although yeah. bad, his overall game outweighed... The, the one All, throw, for sure. Absolutely. And I mean, what a. There's so many. Either like every throw Garoppolo threw was either dropped by receiver, dropped by a Seahawk, or it was over someone's hands. So. Yeah. Um, my primetime star, I put him, but my number one pick was uh, Max Crosby. Okay. Big respect. I love that. Uh, I, I threw him looks like a hit, and I had my, my hypothetical would outplay the box score guy if we had that category here. Yes, that's a good point. Because Cullen Farrell had the better box score game, but Max Crosby was the more consistent player. 100%. Max Crosby was dominating your boy Scott at right tackle for the Chargers. <laughs> I need him. He's not my boy. Yeah, three tackles, half a sack, but like it was so much more impressive yeah, than that. Yeah, he, he was all over Rivers all night, it's, it, like, and it was right from the start of the game. Had like yeah, I mean, just around him a lot and like forcing bad throws from Rivers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, 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 one of the interceptions was because of Max Crosby. Yes. Um, yeah, he's just. I think the the thing with Max Crosby uh, that I loved about him uh, in college was his violent hands, and that mm-hmm. immediately translates in the NFL. But then the fact that he tested as such a good athlete on top of that, like Max Crosby, looks like a long term starter on the edge for them. With with all the guys that get reached on, especially at like tackle and edge, I'm surprised he didn't get reached on in quotation marks because he had the tools. Like, I think like it's just the hands. coming from a small Mac school. Like I, yeah, that's the one thing he was a top 100 player on my board. Yeah, because like the like you said, the violent hands, endless motor, and he tested really well. Like, anyways, Max Crosby's awesome. Awesome. <laughs> Crosby is awesome, and we're smart. Yeah, I think the, those say. two are the the, 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 the clear primetime star picks. Just because, again, I know Cleland Farrell put up a nice box score, but Max Crosby, to me, just... Jacob, Jacob was solid, but like nothing special. DK was solid, but nothing special. The fumble wasn't on him, but... Well, I mean, it anyways. was. DK Metcalf's fumble? I mean, I mean, more just a great play by Tari. Oh, yeah, but saying. it's still on. You sh- two, two hands through contact. Shut up. Uh, he, was, he was out of bounds, Rob. It shouldn't be allowed. That's oh, what yeah. That's Twitter was saying. Uh, okay, underwhelming performance? Sticking to that game. I'm going Nick Bosa. I mean, again, not a bad game. He had like eight total tackles, so it's not a bad game by any stretch. But I just assumed he was going to ruin the Seahawks off the line. Dwayne Brown did a great job on him. He did. Like, he, he, Bosa definitely had a couple. Um, he got Brown a couple times in pass pro. Do you know what's crazy is the fact that we're calling it an underwhelming performance performance like Nick Bosa has been so dominant to start his, his rookie uh in the NFL career that yeah. we're calling what was a good performance a good for game. most rookies yeah. underwhelming for him when he was That's going was against li- a pro bowl left tackle literally I was about to say this is really only because he set his own bar so damn mm-hmm. high so uh, it's not a bad game by any stretch I just assumed he was going to go out and ruin the Seahawks I mean uh, impressively they got a lot of the pressure from Blitzing, which the Seahawks, and especially in the first half, they could not figure out the linebacker blitzes. Uh, Joey Hunt got decimated by DJ Jones. Anyways, uh, Bosa, good game, but uh, expected more. Uh, sorry, sidebar. Uh, Jets owner said Adam Gase will not be fired after the season. So that's, Are that's, you that's great. No. 
No, I don't care what he. They're gonna go back on the. Why numbers. would you say that though? Just to trick him. He's like <laughs> Adam put up. <laughs> He's tricking Adam. I like you know what? I respect it. Adam put me through all this shit. I'm gonna trick him a little bit. I mean, yeah, no, your job's safe, buddy. Don't worry. And they get shit canned. Black. I like that a lot. <laughs> man losing. He a man it. losing his job. I like that a lot. Yeah, but it's Adam Gase. Yeah, I know. Um, I put DK Metcalf for underwhelming performance. Because that fumble kind of felt like it cost you out of the game at, at one point. It was a massive fumble. Um, My issue with been... him is we talked about how he makes these big plays all the time. Like, that play was about to be awesome. And then he fumbled. Yeah, he made a hell of a play. And there was the one, I think it was overtime, right? Or in late in the fourth quarter. It was a bad play call. I didn't like it. It was third and two. Russ just kind of threw it up to DK on the sideline. Bad play design, bad bad call, but it was in it was in Metcalf's hands and he dropped it. Yeah, that was a big one, and they ended up punting like Stooges, but hey, they won the game. Um. He he, just because my I, not the bar isn't set as nearly as high as for him Bosa. as both Bosa, but that's yeah. kind of um, th- that would be part of me uh, putting him here. Just a high I don't high think- bar for DK Metcalf. No, that's fair. I don't think it was a it was a bad game. The fumble, rough play, but a hell of a play before he fumbled. Um, I also put Eric McCoy. The Saints had yeah. their worst game as an offensive line in that getting upset yeah. by the Falcons. I think the Drew Brees was sacked more in that game than he's ever been before. Um, Eric McCoy didn't play a bad game. He just he'd been playing so well, and I, I think he to the point where like I voted him to the Pro Bowl, baby. Um, Me too. That's how good he's been, especially in a league that lacks a ton of talented centers. Uh, that game is just prime example of how the NFL does not make sense. Yeah, it's it's not college football. The the favorites aren't always going to just... Well, not that college football has that either, but all the time. But, like, all of these guys are professionals for a reason. But even when, like, the favorites lose in college football, it feels like the, the elite players are still playing good games. Yes, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just the other spots getting... Killed. Gotta, the the Falcons Falcons pass rush has generated fuck all all year in the Saints. Grady Jarrett went great. the hell off. Grady yeah. Jarrett was awesome in that game. Eric McCoy struggled at uh, picking up blitzes and, mm-hmm. and um, just blocking Grady Jarrett, who's a Pro Bowl talent. Uh, and one more because I love attacking players. Uh, yep. uh, Ed Oliver against the Browns, he did nothing. His snaps have decreased recently. Yeah. Uh, I think I checked the last two weeks. He's played under forty percent. He's like in the low thirties for snaps. That's not good. Um, yeah, he's added very little. Uh, the the last couple weeks after not like a great start to the season, but but like the f- uh, decent. Yeah, no, for sure. He, yeah, he's definitely a guy to watch going forward just because he struggled. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Who do you have under looks like a hit? So I already said um, I had Max Crosby. That's, that's such uh, an easy, good one for us because we're geniuses. Exactly. I'm going to go with one a little more uh, high-key. Is high-key even a phrase? I don't know. Yeah. Is it high-key? Yeah. High-key. Like when you're going on high-key. a hike, it's a little high-key. Yeah, this guy loves the hike. He's from the Pacific Northwest. Byron, oh, Byron damn Murphy. it. We have the same two. Shit. Yeah, but we're smart. We're smart. We Byron Murphy is like been really damn good as a rookie, and I think he's – not gotten enough love for it. Uh, he was immediately thrown into the fire. Yes. Uh, Obviously, Peterson was suspended at the beginning of the year, so we had to walk right in. I think part of it is, like, we obviously have been took, plugged in because we love Byron Murphy. 
Yeah. And we like watching the Cardinals because we're Cliff guys and like obviously. But I think part of it is like not a lot of people are watching a ton of Cardinals games, especially their defense. Like, because they should think be. about it. Chandler Jones has been unbelievable this year. No one talks about him. Yeah. And he was unbelievable yeah. last year too. And no one talks about him. Yeah. Uh, and then he Byron Murphy the last like I don't want to say it's been inc- like he's had strong games, but not like. Oh my god, this guy's a star games. Yeah. And he's yeah. had games where he struggled, but not like, oh, this guy shouldn't be on the field games. He's just been very mm-hmm. solid. And then against the Bucks, like that interception, he ran Chris Goblin's route for him. Yeah. That was an unbelievable play in coverage. And he against uh, uh arguably the two be- the best receiver duo in the league. Like yep. he was he was on. Yep, absolutely. And then yeah, I also have Max Crosby because Max Crosby's the best. Anyone else? Um, no, I only put those two. How about you? No, no, that's it for me. But I feel like we could pat ourselves on the back somewhere else. So I'm surprised. Um, I'm I I, I th- I'm just so happy Barry Murphy's good because I love him so much. I, oh, just so happy. Uh, but now time I'm to get sad. For- Who's looking like a miss for you? Yeah, this one makes me very sad. Um, it hurts me still. JGR Siegel Whiteside Ralph. Okay, that's a, that's a that's a nice one. Yeah, let me break this. So week two, he played in he played seventy five snaps. I think that was like every single snap that Carson Wentz was on the field. They I think they they went to McCowan. Um, week three, fifty five snaps. Since then, he hasn't cracked fifteen snaps or twenty percent of <laughs> the snaps in a game. He's got two catches on the entire season, and uh, with the Eagles' receiver position being such a mess, it's not a great sign that JJ can hardly get on the field I mean I still hold out on hope and think he can be good because I love him so much but I, I, that's that's not good for sequence it's just a really really bad sign uh that's a, that's a good one um I'm gonna stick out a, a receiver in the same uh, uh division um yep but a miss because I was so low on him and he's good and we already talked about him slay zone yeah that's slay zone is a brutal miss for me I like I would have to check, but I was very low on him. I thought he was a one trick pony, just a guy who mm-hmm. who could run the go the the nine route with that speed. Yeah. Didn't have good hands. Didn't think he would develop as a route runner. Um, yeah. I thought he'd get bullied at the line of scrimmage uh, by press corners because uh, he's a he's a long like a, a leaner guy, a, a longer leaner receiver. Yes, yeah, but. He he's really proved me wrong, especially as a route runner. That's the and, and the hands I talked about it earlier too. He yeah. just hasn't been dropping passes like he did at times at Auburn. Um, yeah, I I feel very wrong about this the Slay Zone miss. Uh, hey, I do too. Friend of the I show, Matt McCoon, been praising Slay Zone since the start. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay, who who do you have underneath to step up? Step it up. Yeah, I'm gonna go back to that Bucks defense. Um, I want to go Devin White. He just, like, he had six total tackles in this game. He just, I know he's missed time and been hurt, so that it makes it tough to really criticize him, but um, he just hasn't had that impact a top ten pick should. Um, I just want him, I just think it's time for him to start showing up more, Rob. I, I think that's a good one. Uh, obviously, he missed some time. He, he, like, he had the, the near pass deflection. but no, he, did def- he deflected touch. it, but Christian Kirk still caught it. Exactly. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> I think that that's good because I think especially with him, um, 
there'd be a lot more splash plays. Like I, ex- I expected. Yeah. Like I wouldn't have taken Devin White where they took him. I agree. We, we both. But agree on I that. thought he was a good fit in Todd Bowles' defense, and I thought no, he wouldn't be a consistent guy. But I thought there'd be big splash plays. Like maybe not every game, but every other game. I, I yeah, he's I, I assume the same thing. Athlete. He plays really hard, which I respect that. I, yeah, I thought like he he like he'd miss tackles and struggle a little bit, but there'd be the the big hits and the. The big athletic plays early in his career. Yeah, um, I I think part of it, even with Devin Bush, because I don't think like Devin Bush has been one of the best rookies, but I don't I I, I still don't think he like people had higher expectations for him than what he's produced. Um, I was one of those people. Yeah. I think like he was a lot of people's defensive rookie of the year pick. Yeah. Um, and I just think part of it is they like everybody knew who Devin White and Devin Bush were because they were mm-hmm. so good in college, and then they blew up the combine the way they did. Yeah. So I think expectations were a little high, uh, and, and that's kind of being reflected now. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Um, for me, I, I put Brian Burns. He... He slowed down, absolutely. Completely. Yeah. Uh, and, and after making so many splash plays early, the last like two or three weeks, he's just been like kind of erased. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a little worrisome. He, I know he he hurt his wrist, and I think that's part of it. But yeah, he's just like against the Packers, he was non-existent. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to follow up after such a great start. But like, I I think that's a good pick. Um, can I say that they should get Christian Miller a little more involved? He, it, it, I I want to say it was like week three or four, maybe. Maybe week three and four. There was two games this year where they got Christian Miller, not like a massive amount of snaps, but in a situational pass rusher role, and he looked really good. And yeah, week th- they got they uh, got pu- away from it. Yeah, I pulled up week three. Is he hurt? I, I don't think so either. Is he? I uh, I I don't think maybe, so. Maybe maybe I don't think so either. Maybe he is week. Th- but let's we'll, we'll talk about it. Week three, he had his most snaps, thirty two percent, and then week the last four weeks he hasn't played a snap. Maybe he did get hurt, but I don't know. That's but even so, still, he he flashed yes. when he was on the field. Yes. So I just wanted to bring that up. I, I want to see more of him. Um, I also put David Montgomery down. Yeah, that's a good one. But I mean, that bears on such a fucking shit show. He, he, I know, but I think his lack of burst has hurt him behind. Uh, but like playing with a quarterback who no one's scared of, and then. Yeah, it's an offensive line play, and he's not being used as much in the passing game as I th- I was hoping. Like, because I think again, he was a guy a lot of people pick for offensive rookie of the year. Mm-hmm. But everyone assumed the Bears' offense wouldn't be this. Right? Yes, no, totally. It's just he had that one game this year. Where he ran for like 127 and was breaking all kinds of tackles. You just want to see him more consistent from him. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think it's that. more like it's not. Clearly, it's not all on him, and it's more of a product of what's going on in Chicago. Yes. But at the same time, you'd like to see like a little more splash from him every once in a while. M- Miller has been dealing with an injury, by the way. Just, oh, okay. Yeah, sprained uh, sprained ankle, I think. Uh, anyway, he's been back. He's been back to practice, but yeah. <laughs> Do you have anybody else for this? Uh, step up, no. All right, another negative one. Who's not ready to play? So we, we've had a couple that I had. Like, Pipkins is a great one. Ryan Finley, if you want. Uh, I'll go with a, like, I like I like working in the gray zone because he hasn't been that bad. 
but he's played a, a lot of snaps for the Atlanta Falcons, over 50%. Kendall Sheffield. Okay, that's a, that's a, that's just, a good low-key one. Because, he, like I said, he's played a ton of football this year, but he's just been thrust into action. He hasn't been terrible, but it's just... He's not he, ready. He, he shouldn't be playing, yeah. yeah that's always and so he, he went, for, for rookies who... Just, like, they weren't yeah. even taken early. They're just being thrown into the fire. Yeah, like, one of the... I think the f- third pick in the fourth round, somewhere yeah. around there. Um, a little higher than I thought he'd go. But, uh, yeah, kind of just rough for him. And, again, it's not like he's getting toasted out there or anything, but I think he's got, like, one pass defense in this, in this on the season. Oh, uh, sticking with your corner theme, I'll throw two corners. Sean okay. Murphy bunting for the Buccaneers. Absolutely <laughs> toasted you know, by Christian Kirk. He's had his flashes, weirdly. Like he, but that was I just, another reach. I, I think, yeah. I, I think part of the reason he's, he was thrown into the action is because they reached on him in the second round, so they obviously have high expectation for him. 100% agree with like, you. Like, I he don't should like be him. here. I just don't think he's ready to play. Yeah, like, he, he's had his, like I said, he's, he's had his flash plays. I think he's got, like, two or three picks, and but I, I agree with you. And, so. and then another corner who I think was reached on, Trayvon Mullen for the Raiders. Yeah. And, like, yeah. neither of these, like, both of these guys have flashed a little bit, but they just not, they just don't look ready and, too, like, it's just, Mullen yeah, like, commits too many penalties. You're just saying t- it's not really fair that they're... Yeah, like, yeah, I'm there. not blaming ro- rookies yeah. for this. Um, it's it's not like, yeah, it's needs to step up as a more of, like, that's on them. The not yeah. ready to play is more on the coaching and the development. Uh, agreed. Yeah. Uh, I also put David Edwards. He, he's been thrust into the starting right guard job for the Rams and he just does not look ready. Yeah, he could, he could I, not block the Steelers at all. I mean, yeah, I I expected like, I don't know, I don't know. David Edwards is a weird one. I think I, I liked him more than I should have last year. Yeah, me too. Um, but yeah. Uh, okay, best day three rookie. I mean, correct answer is Darius Slayton. Slayzone. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be Slayzone. Uh, I mean, it has to be Slayzone. Do you have anybody else though? Because I knew we talked about Slayzone a, a, a lot. We already have, so I, th- I threw down a couple. Uh, who do who do you got? I I'll do a couple off the top of my head. Uh, Hunter Renfro. I know it wasn't like a crazy game, four for forty two against the Chargers, but he just Derek Carr looks to him in big third down moments. Yes. And he I'm is I'm really happy. Role. You know, I was gonna throw um I had him last week, so I didn't want to throw yeah. him down again. But uh, yeah, if they can uh, if they can add what, like one of the premier receivers in this draft in the first round to go with Renfro, Tyrell Williams, Tyrell Williams. Darren Waller, Foster Morrow, and Josh Jacobs. Like, that's really nice. And their offensive line's played a lot better than I think a lot of people are expecting. Absolutely. Um, I'll give another low-key receiver that didn't have a great game, but, like, BC Johnson just keeps looking really good as, like, the eighth last pick in the draft. Yeah, he he's way outplayed his draft range as a rookie. Yeah, I think, I think like, they took Dylan Mitchell and Ola BC Johnson really close to each other in the seventh round, and I thought we both kind of liked Mitchell a lot more, yeah. but... Uh, BC Johnson's just he's been really like low key productive. Uh, I also put Mac Wilson down. He was just he's always just around the football, and that's what you're getting out of him with the Bills. He's just very yeah. athletic and a, a nice fifth round find for the Browns. Although mm-hmm. we all thought he'd go earlier, got dinged up in the game though, right? If I remember correctly, yeah. which sucks. But yeah, Mac he's been really like he's playing like, over Siani Takitaki. Yeah, who they took what in the third round third yeah i mean he's he's been more than you can ever ask for from a fifth round rookie linebacker yeah for sure um anyone else no that's it for my day three who do you got for udfa 
I, I got a low key one. Nick Needham, Fuck, baby. I got him too. From UTEP. He, he will. He like legitimately was making big plays against the Colts. So he's hard not to pick here. Yeah, he's been on the roster for like five weeks, I believe. So, and he's got like he had a sack earlier, not in this game, but he had a pick and six tackles in this. So I'm like. I don't know if it's just the Miami effect, but and the Brian Hoyer effect, but he's he's playing pretty good football. Uh, yeah, no, he he was hor- he's one of the worst rookies I saw in preseason, and just yeah. he is looks like a different player now. Like I don't think he's like some unbelievable talent or anything, but the fact that he is good enough to play on the NFL field that from what I saw in preseason is impressive. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. Um. I mean, Brian Flores and the Dolphins staff, for what they have on their roster, have done a great job. Yeah, two straight wins, Rob. Can you believe Insane. it? Insane. Okay, rookie who flashed. I went to your guy last week because he's my guy, Andy Isabella, baby. <laughs> Had another little flashy week and keeps making these low-key... That doesn't make sense. Low-key big plays, but that's what I'm going to say. Yeah. I just want to see him keep getting more involved, Rob. Uh, Hollywood Brown, just because I wanted to put him somewhere and I didn't know where to put him. He made two big plays against the Bengals. Yeah, uh, and, and it was did. kind of like his after the hot start of the year, the injury and some inconsistent play. Mm-hmm. This was like his comeback. Yep, that's I thought a good he looked really good. Mikol Hardman as well with the he only had the one target, but he took that thing yeah. sixty three yards to the house. Just yep. again, we know Hardman's got that yak ability and the, the explosiveness. So just getting the ball in his hands, great things can happen. I knew you were gonna have Hardman here, so I didn't. yeah, my boy. Uh, I also put Jamel Dean. Yeah, okay, okay. This is interesting because he struggled mightily against Seattle. But you but. made the point last week that you, you, you were like, yeah, he struggled a lot against DK Metcalf, but, like, he was fighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he then, got his hands on a couple balls against the Seahawks, and then he, he played well against the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. He's been kind of scrappy. You know, he doesn't look – what do you run, like a four three nine? Yeah, yeah. He, he's big but so fast. Well, uh, but he, I, he fell because – his knee injury history. Yeah, yeah. Is I, bad. I mean, against DK, he didn't look like he was that fast. No, he, <laughs> But I mean, he's also the one who made that the interception off Kyler Murray to really seal that game for the Bucks. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, interesting. Uh, interesting to keep an eye on. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, he. Of all their rookie DBs, I think he is the most interesting. Or young, young DBs, I should say. <laughs> yeah, that was bad. Did you see how little he cared when he was on the field? Yeah, he's he's a, he's not good, Ralph. Nope, nope. Um, but yeah, with him and Bunting, like like not looking great, but fighting at least, it's it's interesting. Yeah, for sure. I guess. <laughs> um, and out of nowhere, rookie for you. Uh, I got a I got one. Um, first of all, Slayton could be here again, <laughs> but no, my real pick, uh, Trey Greenlaw, baby, literally out of nowhere, Russ didn't see him. I, yeah, I put but, Trey Greenlaw here too because I loved him at Arkansas, mm-hmm, and then he mm-hmm. he flashed a bit at the Senior Bowl. Remember him? He, he made a great pick at Senior Bowl practice that I still yeah. remember. I liked him in at the in practice. Yeah, yeah, and then he he like he looked really good in preseason. He got their uh, Sam linebacker role, uh, obviously. They, they like he, he's not playing a lot of snaps being that third linebacker because everyone's playing nickel all the time. Alexander went out. Alexander went out and he's filled in nicely. Yeah, eight tackles and that awesome interception. Yeah, that um, should have given the Niners the game, but didn't. Yeah, and a great return on that. I, when he caught that ball, I assumed at least he was going to get tackled immediately, he, but a hell of a return yeah, too. Yeah, he, he's really athletic. Also, is like the I forget 
the details, but there was a great story about him last year. Just really, really good yeah. human being. Um, that was a, see I, a lot of people were criticizing Russ for a terrible interception and it, like not a not a good throw obviously, but uh, that's a hell of a play by Green. Yeah, for sure, foremost. for sure. Um, I also put although he ended up missing because the moment was too big. Chase McLaughlin. That's such a terrible situation to be thrust into as a rookie kicker. And he made that first kick to force OT, and then obviously just complete shank on the next one. But yeah, like he um, he looks like he's he he, he, he can, can kick. kick. He looks like he can kick. I mean, yeah, that's his, I hated his that. confidence the might was, be zero now because of it. Maybe he can't kick next. Kickers are such head cases, but it's true. Uh, but seeing the, the, seeing the moment was too big was so fucking stupid. Yeah, it was out of nowhere. It was uh, anyone else for you here? Yeah, uh, out of nowhere performance was Cleveland Fields two and a half sacks for you, Rob. I'm just joking. It was not very impressive. I just wanted to talk about it. I know. Here. I, I, it's nice for the Raiders fans who now think he maybe he's not a complete nothing. Yeah, but it was like all Crosby. <laughs> yeah, like Crosby getting the pressure to keep him running into Farrell. Hey, at least he's making the tackles. True. True. Um, start the rook. Who you got? I I think you can guess mine this week. Uh, I'm going with Ugo Amadi. Oh, okay. <laughs> Jamar Taylor just got beat like a drum early in that game. Um, any in-breaking routes, he just been a mess the whole season. <laughs> like on the sideline stuff, he's been better. Like a lot of like the wheel stuff, he's looked impressive with the fade stuff. Um, and you saw him make that one pass deflection. Uh, it was a nice play where you're jumping. I forget who the target was, but um, but I mean he's a nickel. He's gonna work on the inside. So my pitch is either just start Amadi at nickel or play Diggs there, McDougald and Blair together. Which I don't know if it's it's going to happen because I'm sure Pete was a uh, cream himself over Diggs' big hits at the back end of the defense uh, on Monday night. So um, that's my pitch, though. I'm, I, I stay in division. You already mentioned this guy, Andy Isabella. Yeah, good one. Um, he's two weeks in a row made great plays, showing off that yak and explosiveness. Just they like get Farrell Cooper out of there. Give Andy Isabella a deep shot every once in a while. Let's see. Let's see something nice happen there. I also put Jerry well, Tillery because. I think the Chargers yeah. need a boost on the interior of their defensive line. I mean, next man up, up after uh, Farrow is uh, Trent Sherfield, so. <laughs> yeah, sure. Sick. <laughs> I don't know why he plays so much. <laughs> Support for Armchair comes from Manscaped, who is number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Uh, I talked about it last week, but I had, to, I had that accident. It still hurts, Rob. I need Manscaped. I need it to come as soon as possible. Um, but when you cut yourself down there, the, the only thing you need is Manscaped. And that's why they redesigned their electric trimmer, their lawnmower 2.0, not just 1.0. They had two tests of this bad boy. Has proprietary skin safe technology, so this trimmer won't nick or snag your nuts. Uh, manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past for me, you, and all of us. Uh, don't <laughs> pro tip: don't use the same trimmer on your face as you're using on your testicles, because that's pretty gross. Okay. Manscaped also has the Crop Preserver, an anti-aging, anti-aging. Wow, imagine that having the anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. I would kill for anti-aging though. You want? <laughs> I don't want to talk about young-looking testicles. Um, you already put deodorant on your armpits. Why are you not putting deodorant on the smelliest part of your body? Get 20% off free and free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. Always use the right tools for the job. Your balls will thank you. Okay, I hope so. I actually really want it. Me too. 
I like having like oh never mind. I save this for myself. Never mind. Oh, save it for next week, baby. A little tease. <laughs> Adam Gates is gonna get fired. I don't believe this. Anyways, we just keep seeing these notifications. <laughs> Sick. Uh, anyways, let's get to our fixing. <laughs> Sorry. I forgot I had to do it. <laughs> uh, how'd you do last week, Rob? Uh, I'm a five and seven. Does that mean add up? I don't know. Yeah, there was, was no line on a game. I know, I know. I gave myself the loss. I picked the Chiefs, and they ended up being favored. So I gave myself the loss there. I have uh, credibility. Oh, I go honor. five and eight then. Good. Uh, yeah, shit week for <laughs> for me. I don't, a little bit better for you. I don't know. That was I. You know what was stupid too? I thought I was having a good week, and I just wasn't. Uh, <laughs> That's how I feel every week. I know, I know. Anyways, uh, I'm by this week. Uh, the Packers, the Giants, the Seahawks, and the Titans. I love bio clock. <laughs> Anyways, Thursday Night Football. Uh, I don't know. How, how do we feel about this one? Steelers at Browns, Cleveland's minus two and a half. Imagine, like, when they, they locked this one and how good they thought this game was going to be. They get they they felt good, Rob. Don't don't talk to me about right really now. battling for who's leading the division here. Yeah, they felt good about this one. Um, they, they don't now, but I mean, uh, what I, I until like I I know the Browns beat the Bills, but even then, Freddie Kitchens was doing things that, that didn't make sense. Like the the timeout as the Bills were clearly just letting the third quarter run out. That was insane. Yeah. Uh, Freddie Kitchens, I don't think is the man for the job. I took the Steelers last week. I'm going to do it again this week. Their defense yeah. has been one of the best since t- acquiring Minka Fitzpatrick. I don't think that Browns offensive line can block Bud Dupree and TJ Watt. I never thought Bud Dupree would be what he is right now. And <laughs> He's killing it. Cam Hayward's playing at a, a all-pro level. The Steelers defense, I think, is going to be the difference. Uh, I agree. I think the Steelers are going to win this football game outright. Um... Better coaching, better defense. Um, yeah, I I think it's gonna be a really low scoring game. Like Mason Rudolph is horrible. The Steelers are in a playoff spot right now. Like, I can't believe if it. they make the playoffs with Mason Rudolph, whatever it'll be like that Raiders playoff game that Connor Cook had to start. It it will be like that, and it'll probably be against the Texans. So. Perfect. <laughs> uh, moving to the one o'clock slate of games Sunday, Cowboys at Lions. There's no line because of uh, Matt Stafford. Who are you taking in this one? So am I just picking the straight up win? I how I do it is I make the pick. I, I do I do like I'm gonna take the Cowboys no matter. Yeah, what I'm gonna take. Is. the – I feel like that's easier. I'm just I'll take Cowboys. Yeah, usually like if I like the the team that the quarterbacks iffy, I'll say if he plays, I pick it one way. If he doesn't, I pick the other way. Yeah, fair. Then I adjust it to myself. But yeah, um, interesting. Pretty pretty interesting one o'clock game. At least if uh, Matt Stafford plays. Yeah. No, for sure. Driscoll wasn't that bad for a guy that's only been there for a couple weeks, to be honest. But yeah, I think the Cowboys are going to win this game uh, no matter what. But they're hard to trust. How much do you trust the Dallas Cowboys? Jason Garrett's in charge, so not very much. Exactly. So, but Dak's yeah. playing Anyways, like a MVP candidate level. It. So. Yeah, Dak's been great. Uh, Jags at Colts, Indies minus three. Uh, Jacoby Brissett practiced fully today. Yeah. Uh, I, I assume he will be starting. Uh, I'm going to take the Colts. I think they need a huge bounce back. Um, Brian Hoyer was really bad. Um, the Jaguars' Nick Foles return. I just, it's interesting. I, it, this is a very interesting game, but yeah. I will take the Colts because I love them. They're the team of us. This should be a good game. 
I don't know. I said that so with so little confidence. I'm, I'm also taking the Colts though, but yeah, it's an interesting game and it should be a good game, or not? I don't know. These teams are both kind of wonky. Uh, Buffalo Bills are minus six in Miami, taking on the Dolphins. I, I squish the fish. I think the time the, the Dolphins are done. Like, squish the fish. The, the winning is over. Squish the, the Bills fish. need revenge. Yeah, they do. Uh, Josh Allen needs to trick people into thinking he's good. This is the game to do it. Bills. Yeah, Bills. I got Wentz. Wentz on the bus, so I got to start uh, Josh Allen. I'm oh, sorry, not Wentz. It's, um, Russell Wilson's on the buy, so I need that too, Rob. So I'm taking the Bills. Uh, Broncos at Vikings. Minnesota's minus ten and a half. Um, I just I I don't know what Brandon Allen is. Yeah. The Vikings pulled off the big victory over the uh, the Cowboys, obviously. Uh, the the Vikings are for real. Yeah. Um, <laughs> how much? How impressed are you that Kirk Cousins won a primetime game against a winning opponent? I think that was the shockingest thing of the week. Yeah, I think that's. I got. I thought the Vikings are better than the Cowboys, but I, that was the reason I couldn't pick them. Uh, this week, I don't think the Broncos are better than the Vikings, so I'm taking the Vikings. Uh, Saints minus five and a half in Tampa Bay. Um. I, I, I'm not, like, Jameis is done, I think. Even though they won, they won. But they I, I don't trust Jameis Winston, and I never will. Um, giving the Saints in a big bounce back. Yeah, this, the Saints got to go and kick the shit out of the box, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah, agreed. Um, <laughs> Saints. Uh, Jet, bad football game. Jets at Washington. Uh, Washington's minus one at home. Dwayne Haskins starting. I'm actually kind of, like... I'm kind of surprised it's not a pick I know it's one, yeah. but still. Like, I'm, I'm going to take the Jets. I know I don't. Like, everything about both these teams is awful. Yeah. From coaching to quarterback play. But I trust Sam Darnold more. I just, I mean, Haskins, last time we saw him, looked so not ready to be in an NFL game. I agree. I also have the Jets, but with this with them saying they're going to keep Adam Gase, does this affect your pick, Rob? Yeah. Now they win by more because he's the right man for the job. All right. I agree. I'll, take, I'll, I'll stick with my... I was about to switch, but... But I sold you. I think top to... But you sold me. Top to bottom, the Jets are a better roster. But anyways, we'll see what happens. I don't know. I don't know. Let me just say things. Falcons at Panthers. Carolina's minus five and a half. Um... I think the Falcons accidentally won the game. If they won that game for Dan Quinn so he wouldn't get fired, now he'll last the rest of the season and get fired. Yeah, that was a Super Bowl. I don't think Kyle Allen's the right guy in Carolina, but um, the Falcons are not going to be able to stop Christian McCaffrey. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and other side of the ball, they're not going to be able to block the Panthers' uh, front uh, seven. I don't like the Carolina Panthers covering points, but uh, I don't like the Carolina Panthers. I'm going to take them. I'm going to take them. Like, they can win by six, right? Yeah. Maybe. Uh, anyways, Texans at Ravens. Uh, should be a really, really fun game. Baltimore's minus four. I'm going to take the Ravens mainly because I trust the coaching staff more. What Greg Roman does is incredible. Uh, Texans' defense is banged up. Lamar is also untackleable. I just I never want to pick against Lamar Jackson again. He's my, I am a Steelers fan. I'm supposed to hate the Ravens, and I think Lamar Jackson is the coolest player of like all time. Lamar Jackson is awesome. Uh, for the Texans to win this game, Deshaun Watson has to have 
This is so much fun that they're playing each other. Yeah, I think like I think it's possible that Watson has just that special Deshaun Watson performance. Winner of this win. game is locked in the number two MVP spot behind Russell Wilson. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm taking Baltimore. I think Baltimore wins. I think Lamar Jackson has a great game. Um, I agree with you. Just the, the Texans' D's banged up. It's going to be hard to stop that Ravens' creative offense. Anyways, let's move to 4 o'clock. Cardinals at Niners. 49ers are minus 11.5. I really thought about this game, but then I thought about the the just because Kyler and Cliff have cooked lately, and that's a lot of points, But and, and division, obviously. Um, I think the, the 49ers are seeking revenge. Their, their defensive line is going to be all over Kyler. Other side of the ball, I just don't think that defense has enough players in the front seven to stop the Niners' rushing attack. Always take the points in the NFC West. Interesting. It's my, uh, it's my thing. I, I, they, they lost by three in the desert. I'm going to take the cards plus the points. They, like, they lose by ten. Okay. I feel okay. good about it, that. It is a lot of points. Yeah. I, I think I think the Cardinals have done enough to earn respect that when they're getting this disrespected, you pick them. Uh, Bengals at Raiders, speaking of disrespect, uh, the Oakland's minus ten, but the Bengals deserve it. Uh, I'm, I'm taking the Raiders. Ryan Finley sucks. Yeah, we just spent like forty five minutes talking about how much he sucks. Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. kudos to John Gruden and Mike Mayock. They're getting so much production out of rookies. They they're are. also their offense is like their car and that offense are totally in in sync, uh, and their offensive line is just bullied people. It's true. Hey, Gruden's done a great job coaching that team. If sure. they make the playoffs, like Mayock and Gruden are up for coach and GM of the year. Absolutely. Like, even this, yeah. like, Trent Brown has been unbelievable at right tackle for them, like, Pro Bowl level. Uh, Tyrell Williams, although I don't think he's that wide receiver one, he's one of the best wide receiver twos in the league. Yeah. Like, the Darren Waller and extending him early. and Yeah. It's been, what they've done is just, I think, surprised everybody. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and the last of the four o'clock, the Pats are minus four in Philly. This is, this Eagles team, I just don't think has it. Um, the pass catchers have been so inconsistent. The offensive line's been banged up. The defense hasn't been as dominant as we've seen in the past. Uh, Pat's defense is still one of the best. I think they'll uh, they'll have no trouble stopping the Eagles' passing game. Uh, other side of the ball, just ball control offense. Pa- Patriots, like it's not a blowout or anything. I think pa- Patriots win like um, I don't know twenty four seventeen. Yeah, that sounds about right. And coming off the bye, uh, I, it's hard to pick against the, the Patriots. Uh, Sunday Night Football, this should have got flexed and Seattle should have stayed. <laughs> Bears at Rams, LA's minus 6.5. Yeah, God, this is like... the, the They should have bat- flexed the Ravens-Texans game in a Sunday Night Football. Yes, and this is like the battle of these teams were supposed to be good and aren't. Uh, yeah. The boy yeah. wonders that coach might not be as dominant... As we expected. Uh, I'm still going to take the Rams. They've done it uh, for more than one season at least. Their quarterback, Jared Goff, has not been very good. But I trust Jared Goff so much more than I trust Mitch Trubisky. They also are less banged up on defense. uh, Have more playmakers on defense. Give me the Rams. Six and a half is a little scary just because the Rams would look so bad. But, yeah, I'm, I'm taking the Rams to cover too. Um, as bad as the Rams have looked the last couple of weeks, the Bears have looked worse. So. Yes. And Monday, Monday Football, Chiefs are minus four versus the Chargers. Where's this game, Rob? It's in Mexico. 
Hopefully no laser class. pointers. Hopefully. There will be laser pointers. You already know. That's true. Um, oh, yeah, they lost their game last year. That sucks. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. I was about to say the Chiefs are the team in Mexico, but they the game was not in Mexico City last year. Anyways, who you taking? Uh, give me the Chiefs. The, the Chargers, they tricked us for a week, but <laughs> then they lost the Raiders. Um, Mahomes is looking for revenge. They should have beat the Titans. They didn't. He, he's going to be on. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, <laughs> agreed. I'm taking the Chiefs. Uh, the Chiefs, so... so to plant themselves, is that even a word? As the team of Mexico City, baby. They, they should have done it last year, but they lost the chance. That was so weird last year. I forgot about that. Anyways, get us out of here, Rob. Thanks for listening. Follow AJ on Twitter, AJ Marquis 13. Follow me, Rob Paul NFL. Go to Um And good luck to you, Ryan Finley. <laughs>